Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the Wizarding World. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. We don't discuss a chapter anymore. We discuss some scenes Whatever. from the shit. Eventually we'll go back to chapters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I assume. Um, and I'm Bayana. We were really excited to go chapter by chapter uh, and discuss all our thoughts and feelings about the original book series, but that's over now. Today we're discussing scenes 37 through 42 of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. We have some announcements and reminders. We want this to be an interactive podcast and want to know your thoughts. Please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Support Black Girls Create. You can check out our Patronus perks um, or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash support. And thanks to y'all, we have hit our fundraising goal of $500. And for the rest of the May, and actually we're close to hitting our stretch goal of $1,500. Shout out to everyone that attended our live stream. Um, But for the rest of May, we will still be um, raising funds and we will donate the... uh, well, we'll donate 50% of our stretch goal to We Need Diverse Books, who are putting books, um, who are putting more books featuring diverse characters into the hands of all children. So all donations still count towards the house cup. And when you send us a cheering charm, you include the house that you want. Um, it doesn't have to even be your house. You could think, you know what? I love Robin and Bayana, and I want this for them. So I'm going to give these points to Ravenclaw. I don't know. Give it. I, like, I would say that, but I also just feel like, give wreck, your, to, house. wreck like, your house. Wreck your house. Don't, like... <laughs> Like, I kind of, like, if somebody was like, oh, I'm going to give these to this other house, I'd be like, but why? (laughs) Personally. If if you're a Slytherin. I kind of thought of it, I'm just like. Yeah, if you're a Slytherin, you need to rep your house, because y'all are, you're not Um, in the lead. Again, we can't really give, like, real updates, because this goes out much later than when we're recording. Um, But Ravenclaw did, like, do a little, like, it was an upset on Sunday. Um just came and swept the rug out from under Hufflepuff. So we'll see who who's going to maintain the lead. Um, whoever does win gets to vote on what content content we release from the BGC vault. So stuff that's been on Patreon, um, that's been exclusive content. We will y'all be able to vote on which stuff you want to listen to or get. I mean, I'm like, is anything on Patreon not audio? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, we should actually think about that. I think we, we have. <laughs> I was like, I literally, I was like, wait. I said listen to as like a default, but then yeah. I was actually thought about it and was like. I think it's mostly audio. We might have some writing up there, but um, we have panels from conventions that we've done before. We have special podcast series, limited editions. We have special um, conversations through our fire whiskeys. Uh, and any of those things can be. Yours for the taking if your house wins this house cup. Yep. We also have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. If you want to be in the know, subscribe at blackgirlscreate.org. And now, for Wizard Team News. Um, 
new at on Twitter. So we are now at Black Girls Create, BLK Girls Create. Um, we have retired at We Black and Earth. We haven't retired. Well, we retired it. As um, a handle, yeah. As a handle. As a lifestyle. We still <laughs> black and nerd. Okay. So that is the, the as a mood. Right. Okay. The the spirit <laughs> is still alive and flourishing. Oh, yes. Um, but the branding that. has been updated. Yeah. Um, if you follow us on Twitter already, you should still be following us. But you know, if you want to add us at Black Girls Create. And take our audience survey. So I just want y'all to know. Um, we can see when you click the link. When you click it. It's like, oh, someone clicked the link. When you finish the survey, we get another one's like, oh, somebody finished the survey. Those are two different things. <laughs> Stop clicking on this link and not finishing this survey. I mean, they just, I mean, no, we definitely need the survey results we need some, by the end of the month. We need but the survey results. I understand, like, opening things. It takes and six minutes. And then being minutes. like, oh, I have something else to do, so I'll just open it to get to it. And then you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't get to I understand that. But, like, get to it, you know? We, we also know the average time it takes to complete the survey is six minutes. I believe in you. You know, you can, you can beat that time if you want to. <laughs> um, and it really does help us because as you see with like the live streams that we do and the, you know, all of the stuff that we are working on, we take into account like what's worked well, what hasn't worked well, what people want to see and how that aligns with what we want to do and how we want to move. So like knowing... Um, Knowing why y'all are sitting on these awesome created creations that you have and not sending them in is important because then we can figure out how to make you send them in. Knowing why you listen to the podcast but don't engage in the in the community is interesting. Good learnings. Knowing that you were in the community but then you left because you were like them hoes stanky or something. I don't know. Um, it all is like helps us learn. It helps us grow. It helps us get better. And um, we we don't get those learnings without taking the survey. And we're a bunch of Ravenclaws with a Hufflepuff thrown in there. And so we like to learn. We do very much so like to do that. Um, Magical birthdays. So shout out to Mel, whose birthday was on Monday. Happy birthday! Woo-hoo. Tangent time. We didn't really talk about this, but I have a tangent. Do you have a tangent? Um, yeah. Okay. I have a tangent. All right. Me first. Okay, yeah. Mine's fun. We had fun, but I mean, you won't. Kittens. Oh, yeah. There are kittens born in our backyard. And I named them Spot and Pedro. (laughs) And Spot was very, very eager. Like, that was... Spot had Gryffindor energy for sure. Because she had just entered the world in time of corona. (laughs) And we recently learned that cats, too, can have coronavirus. And Spot was like, I waved at her. And she was like, well, what up, girl? Let's go. And she was like walking, but she didn't really know how to walk. And it was adorable. And then Pedro was like, girl, where are you going? Mommy said, we have to stay in this little corner. And then we woke up today and they were gone. But they were so cute. <laughs> oh, the circle of life. Oh. <laughs> um, Mine is that... Um. Now you're trying to remind everybody of everybody. That's crazy. Like, it's just one little kid who somebody sees them. He's been neglected and ignored all his life. All of a sudden, he starts, like, meeting people. And they're like, you remind me of, like, my dead dad. And you remind me of my long-lost grandson who, like, turned evil. And you remind me of... He just reminds everybody of everybody. And then, if, if it's not, I, you remind me of this person I know, it's you remind me of me. <laughs> like, 
like it's crazy. I think that's what happens when you have a fox spirit in your chest. I you mean, know what I mean? You know, sometimes foxes are wily. They're very mm. resourceful. They are able to adapt. And if you got a fox spirit in your chest, you're you adapting. You're reminding people of people. Sure. It's just. It's very like I I always knew it like it always <laughs> like I've watched and read Naruto plenty of times, um, but like that always stands out to me where I'm like man this kid just. Reminds everybody, everybody. My best friend called me the other day because she followed some girl on the freeway. She was like, are you in San Diego? And I was like, why? No, we just <laughs> talked. And she's like, there's this girl. And she was just like you, I swear. And I was driving and she was singing the music and she was singing the way that you sing. And I was like, but you were in the car. She's like, but I could tell. She was like in it the way that you get in it. And she looked like you. And I was like, I don't look like nobody. Nobody looked like me. Okay, That's I'm a special flower. Not, not true. But it's okay. not true at all, but... I've met people who look like me before. It was weird. Yeah. But mostly in that, like, everybody was already, was like, you have to meet this person because they, they look, look like, like you. <laughs> the only time that, like, actually really truly happened was I met my friend Warren's best friend, and then Warren Poncho, our other friend, just sat there like this and, like, went back and forth. And I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. I find this rude. <laughs> she was cool, though. Yeah. I liked her. <laughs> I think the only thing worse is when you meet someone. Because you look like and or remind them of that person, and then you can't stand that person. Oh, yeah, that hasn't happened to me. Which it hasn't is good, happened to me, but it, they, it happens awkward. in movies all the time. Yeah. Oh, another tangent. Never have I ever watched that on Netflix. It is stressful. Oh, yeah. The but children really good, are not okay, but they are okay. Yeah, the youths. They, the youths have some struggles, but I, I take comfort in knowing that the youths were written by adults. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So we don't know how <laughs> truthful that is. <laughs> Never Have I Ever was not written by a bunch of 15 and 16 year olds, <laughs> thank God. Because if it was, I would be like, ooh, maybe we should just stay in quarantine forever. <laughs> Man. But it was really good. It was really good. And it's like really short. I didn't like. No, we watched it in the time it took you to braid my hair. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I thought. I, well, initially, before we um, started watching it, I had, like, checked how long the episodes are. And the episodes are only, like, half an hour. Um, and I kind of assumed it would be not that. But, yeah, they're pretty, it's pretty simple. or pretty, like, quick to watch. Yeah. And it's good, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, Previously on Wizard Team? Oh, Bianca said that she ran into her tether on a bus and they just stared at each other all creeped out. (laughs) One time I, so like I was, um, when I was living in Chicago, I like had this moment where I was like, I haven't talked to my dad in a minute and I really like need to call him and just, just to say hi or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, but then I was working late. So I was like, I'll do it after work because time difference is like by the time I get home, it'll probably be like a decent time to call. And so I'd already, like, in my head been kind of thinking about it, but then I was getting tired while I was at work. And then, like, this kid walked in, who I swear to God was, like, my dad, maybe, like, 30 years. Like, before I was even born. Like, looked like him as, like, a teenager. And it freaked me out. I was like, okay, I have to call him as soon as I get home. <laughs> because I don't know, I was sitting there, like, I can't keep staring at this kid. But, like, he looks like my father. It was, like, the it was the weirdest thing yeah. ever. So then I went home and I called my dad. My father's tether is my brother, so... Mm. You know. They just be doing the same, like, motions. Because that's the thing. It's, like, it's not even that they look alike, because they do, obviously, look alike. It's that, like, both of them, like, will do, like, I'll be talking to my brother. It's more my brother to my dad than the other way around, because, like, my dad is the blueprint. In my eyes, though, my dad looks like my grandfather. (laughs) 
<laughs> it just yeah. keeps going. But yeah, like, it never, it never stops. Genetics it never, is, genetics are wild. It can stop, obviously, yeah. because you could just not have kids. But <laughs> if you're having kids, it never stops. It never stops. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be like, I'll be talking to my brother and he'll do something or he'll move. It's yeah. more about like the movements. And I'm like, ew. Yeah. Stop that. <laughs> I want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to my father. Relax. Relax. Yeah. Um. All right. So previously on Wizard King. Um... Shit went down. Queenie and Jacob apparated into this man's home. Into his Caucasian home. <laughs> it was wild. That's what happened. This is home in his It is what happened. They did. But like just in his living room. And we're and was on some like, oh my god, it's really coming down out there. Like, are you a witch or not? Yeah, that's just You can't conjure yourself an umbrella and knock on the door? No, they couldn't. Yeah, Protego, you don't even need an umbrella. Just make the wa- the rain go somewhere else. Y'all just did that at the end of the last movie. Just did it. But that's a level, that's a year one Hogwarts spell. Yeah. And instead you were like, nah, let's just get comfortable. Yeah. Um, we met, New- apparently Newt has a assistant that we never know and never will know. Bunty. So, and apparently she got a crush on him. Apparently Tina thinks that Newt is marrying Lita because... Which weekly or some some gossip magazine said so, and you know gossip magazines are always one hundred percent accurate. And you know it's not like she actually knows Newt and can like, like can like, clarify. You know, or isn't an, isn't or with connections and couldn't just pick up the phone and be like, I mean, just checking up on that one dude that almost blew up the just New York. Call him. Just owls, call him. Owls work both ways. Spellbound is the name of the magazine. Ah. Hmm. Celebrity Secrets, Spell Tips of the Stars. Celebrity Secrets and Spell Tips of the Stars. It's, it's also really weird because, I mean, I think he's like, um, not a celebrity, but an infamous person. I've been thinking sure. a lot about the differences between being a celebrity and being famous. Yeah. Um, who was I talking about that I was like, they're not, like, the Obamas, for example. Like, Michelle Obama is famous in a way that is stupid. We were watching Becoming, and I was mm-hmm. like, yo, she really can't go nowhere. No. And, like... Shoot. I would be, it's everybody. I would be like, oh, shoot, it's Michelle. <laughs> right. She, like, no matter where she... She can't she can't go anywhere and not be Michelle Obama TM, that yeah. bitch. Um, and that is... But she's not a celebrity. Like, she doesn't seek out fame. I guess she, I mean, she married it. Oh no, she married a dude. She just married a dude. He was smart and he had that deep voice and he was like, you know, whatever. But he showed up late to his first day of work. So she was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, she, she, her, because of her circumstances, she's very famous, but she's not a Kim Kardashian who's a celebrity with no, <laughs> she's a celebrity because she's a celebrity. Yeah. Um, and she's not Beyonce who is a celebrity because you pay thousands of dollars to see her sing and dance, yeah. like from her talent. Mm-hmm. I'm not that Michelle Obama's not talented, but I've been I've been ruminating on this. Yeah, um, just a theory. Newt Scamander is famous and he's infamous sure. because he damn near he blew, blew up New York. New York. Um, Allegedly, but he's not. Gilderoy Lockhart is calling Spellbound and is, right, you know what I mean, yeah. like seeking it out. Yeah, like the like the paparazzi. Yeah, he's he's not courting that. Yeah. He's just like a dude with an assistant living in a townhouse. With, with, really, mostly in his basement. Living in his basement. Apparently. It's really like, 
Yeah. He doesn't have a lab somewhere? Nope. It's his basement. Um, so yeah, so Queenie tells Newt that Tina is upset and heartbroken because of a magazine told her that he was engaged to someone else. When he was supposed to bring her, her book personally. Personally, which he never did. So that was kind of shady. And then Newt's like, oh, that's fascinating. What the fuck is up with Jacob? (laughs) Because Jacob... (laughs) Has been acting wild since we got here. Since y'all got here. Jacob is imperious and or love potioned into a stupor because Queenie wants to get married. And there weren't a bajillion and one ways in which she could have gotten married to Jacob without taking away his bodily autonomy. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. So. Newt unspellbounds yes. Jacob. <laughs> unspellbounds. <laughs> she spell unbound Jacob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Queenie. Is upset. And is upset storms and out. storms out. And that's where we left off. Uh, Jacob's like, where am I at? And Newt's like, oh, you're in London. He's like, damn, I always wanted to go to London. You know, not under the influence of somebody else's magic influence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's where we left off. Um, so before we start, let's have a break for sponsors. All right. Um, Scene 37. Yeah. So... Queenie dashes out of Newt's house and off up the street. She's crying. Jacob runs after her livid and he's like, Queen, honey, well, I'm just curious. When were you going to wake me up? After we'd had five kids, which, yikes. Yikes. Um, And Queenie's like, why is it wrong to want to marry you? Pause. It's not. It's just wrong. Nothing wrong with that. To do that without his will or knowledge. Like, what is the, the thing that is wrong? Is as he said, when were you going to wake me up? Yeah. Why did you do this in the first place? Like, whose idea was this? I don't I mean, know. it was her idea, it was... obviously. But I mean, like, wh- why did you think it was a good one? And why? <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. So then she's like, to want to have a family? I just want what everyone else has, that's all. And I'm like, well then, move Coercion. to London. Like, why, right. why is this whole thing? Like, just move to London. Don't take him without his consent. Like, just have a conversation. Yeah. You can't have a relationship and a family i mean you can you shouldn't it's like frowned upon and fucked up (laughs) to to just be like oh i want this family with you so i'm gonna make that happen without you having any say in it like though no No, i'm kidding there's no though no (laughs) there's no there's no no buts there's nothing um jacob's like we talked about this a million times if they find out they're gonna throw you in jail um and i can't have that they don't like people like me marrying you. And I'm just like, literally just leave the United States. Like, there's a lot of, like, tension and drama in this particular thing. And, like, that's a lot of weight that's put on their relationship and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. When, like, it doesn't, like, it literally there is already a solve for it in world. Yeah. That, like... You so just... she responds. She goes, they're really progressive here and they'll let us get married properly. And that's when I'm like, yeah, why didn't y'all just do that? Just tell them that beforehand. Be like, yo, we can move to London. You can just like move your bakery. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure Diagon Alley got a spot open. Right. And we can just make this happen. Or like, you can have a bakery in like, in Muggle, in Muggle World and like, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But... Like she could trans- she can transfer to Ministry of Magic. It's a whole thing. Like, they don't... Like, yeah, there are purebloods who are like, nah, like, we don't play with that. But you don't have to talk to them. It's not illegal. It's not illegal. Do what you gotta do. 
Um, Canada is right there. I'm sure Canada, just, the camp spells oh, and yeah. the spells havers. <laughs> the spell havers. I don't know what they Spell binders. The spell binders. The spell bound and the camp spells. Mm. Just be up there. Don't you know when? You know? It just, it just is, mm. is again, it is a lot, a lot on a little. Yes. And like, if there was no place for them to go, I could see how this would be dramatic. But they're already in the place where they could be you know and i think that's the thing too with all all of this is like she wants to make the stakes so high but there's but when there's built-in things that are already there just tumble tumble it down like the stakes keep trying to like build but like the foundation is like already Already, right it's like when you're building a house of cards (laughs) but it's also like if if the stakes are so high on everything then nothing matters right so the stakes are high on jacob and queenie the stakes are high on newt and Grindelwald, the stakes are high on Dumbledore and Grindelwald, Dumbledore and the Ministry, Newt and the Ministry. It's like something could just be an easy fix. It could have just been, hey, Newt, we decided to move here because we want to get married. Mm-hmm. And then they could have just easily folded into his crew, like we're getting the crew back together in London. Yep. Boom. Um, Portia in the chat says, where's the golden rule? Do unto others as you would like done to you. Would Queenie be okay if this reflect would JK Rowling? Is it just cute because she's a pretty lady? I think that's supposed to be the point. Like, oh, she's whatever. I don't know, honestly. I don't actually know the point now that I'm saying this because, like, again, we talked about it last episode and how, like, this has been used before in, like, the original series as, like, a thing, especially for Voldemort um, and then a little bit with like Ramil Devane and Ron and Harry and stuff and like I don't actually know what the point she's trying to make anymore is is or what the point she's trying to make is anymore because I feel like at this I don't know that there was ever a point I think that it was just a plot device I think think there was a point when it was Marope and Tom, and like what happens with Tom I think that was a point that was pointed but But now I don't know that like in some ways, yes, it's pointed in that, like, okay, this is why, like, Tom Jr. is, like, the way that he is. Mm-hmm. Which even that, I think, is a little bit, like, eh, because there are a lot of people who are born of those kind of situations who don't turn out to be psychopaths. So there's Well, that. I think, I thought but it was that also, coupled with uh, separation anxiety, but yes. Sure, but I think that she that. doesn't really use that. Though. Yeah. She mostly says, like, because he's not, he wasn't created through love, right? Like, yeah. that's a specific thing that she says. Um, in the same way that in this, when she's talking about credence, like he needs someone of blood, like where it's like, that's arbitrary and doesn't make any sense. But so the thing is, is that like, it feels like, and in much, in a lot of ways, it's kind of similar to like the house elves where it feels like it's, um, like she's starting. And so you think that she's going somewhere. And so because you think she's going somewhere, you put your own like mm-hmm. kind of interpretation and sensibilities and all that into it. Where like now I'm reading this and I'm like, no, I don't think she's, I think she, wasn't she, going I don't think she was going anywhere. I think she was just like, here's what is what happened. Because again, and then we're going to see it again later. Yeah. We I think Stacy brought it up. Twice. We see it again later with Lita yeah. and, and her mom. So like, it feels very much like she doesn't have a commentary or a value like yeah most people like Marope wasn't necessarily a bad person in quotes like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like Lestrange or whatever yeah he's an evil ass motherfucker like but Queenie's not in quotes a bad wow. person like she's not a death eater or whatever yet yet um, <laughs> <laughs> at this point Ooh. she's not a death eater um or an acolyte but it just so then it's inter- I just there it's interesting because it just feels like 
I think I'm kind of like she doesn't have anything to say here because there's so much she could put here. Yeah. And instead, as we're gonna read, it flips on to Jacob as opposed to the like, onus being on what Queenie, Queenie did. did. Yeah. Um, this whole conversation too is really annoying because it goes back to we can't get married here or what threats Queenie is under when in this in this moment like those are valid discussions that obviously also that they've had off screen but what matters in this moment is Jacob just got woken up because the person that he loved decided that he wasn't able to make his own choices mm-hmm. and that should be what this fight is right so I think that that's also the problem I do want to point out though that Bianca says we should somebody got to call Ianla. oh god and I think that is true because the pathology here, beloved. Yikes. Of an editorless author. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yup. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's interesting, like, reading this because I do think it sheds light on the original series in a way that's not infuriating. Yeah. Which is weird because it's from something that is infuriating, but it's like... Oh, I, I see, like, where... Because we can tell, like, we've, and we've been talking about, like, you can tell how, where, and, like, how she hasn't really progressed, like, politically or socially or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, reading the stuff that she puts out now is interesting, because then you look back at the shit that she did before, 20-plus years ago, and you're like, oh, <laughs> you did mm. like this. That's crazy. But, like, I knew that, but I just assumed that it was, like... She just um, liked know? the tweet of some, like, this transphobic tweet. Like, recently re- yeah again like, like a couple like today or something like that and it was funny because i didn't see that because i don't yeah i don't follow I, she's her or she's muted, muted. Or i don't even know like she <laughs> yeah. just is not on my radar but like she had tweeted something and then someone responded and she liked that tweet but she, their mm. response was like and so i what i saw was a quote when someone was like remember when it was shocking that she was like a transphobic like transphobic and gross and had these gross opinions and now that's just you know Everyone is like it's just it's this accept- Tuesday. It's yeah, and like it's accepted. Um, You're not accepted, but ex- expected. Yeah, but she still didn't really. She hasn't faced. All, she faced some pushback from a tar- like a specific subset of people. Sure, but it's and, and that's also just a thing of transphobia in general, which really yeah. sucks. Is that like you're going to get some pushback, but the it, it right the majority are still are, gross. Yeah, so. Um, J- uh, Bianca says, <clears throat> JK writing everything after the OG7 um, and uses the gift from Whose Line It Is Anyway. It says, Where everything is made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> I love Whose Line. I should rewatch I that. Watch that in hell I know, but it used to be on like Fox Family or WGN something or something like, like that. that. And it would just be on. That's yeah. great. Um, Latte says that she's convinced the OG7 were written by a spirit that possessed her at this point. Mm-hmm. Has Had JK heard of the Bechdel test? Imagine... No. Um, imagine love spelling someone through TSA nowadays. We go straight to jail. That would look fishy as fuck. <laughs> TSA don't care. Did, did he take his shoes off? That's all. As long as he didn't have any liquids? For No. Even the liquid thing. Like, literally, guys, for a minute. It's been a while. I don't do that baggy shit. Oh, I don't. Well, I don't really check I haven't, bags. I haven't done but that. But I definitely got, like, I, I had some, like, grapes or some kind of, like, maybe carrots yeah, like or something. like food. No, yeah, but, like, it had, like, water in there, mm-hmm. and so they had to, like, check it. It wasn't enough to, like, throw away, but they were, like. Someone made me throw in my peanut on. butter, and I was heated. 
and they were like, it's butter. liquid. I was like, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not solid. I was like, it's not liquid. It's my <laughs> peanut butter. You bastards. And it was like new. So we were at some, I was at some, oh, it might have been when we went to um, MistyCon or whatever. But I mm, bought well, peanut butter as a snack. Of, yeah, we we went snack stuff. shopping and I was like, I'm taking this with me. This is good stuff. Yeah. That's cold-blooded. So, unless well, Jacob had peanut happening. butter. We were coming back from... That's true. <laughs> Jesus. What an adventure. Um, um, okay, yeah. so... Uh, Jacob's like, you don't need to enchant me. I'm already enchanted. I love you so much. And Queenie's like, yeah. And then he's like, but I can't have you risking any everything like this. And again, what is she risking? What? They're, y'all right. are in London. That's it. Um, and he says, you're not giving us a choice. And she goes, you're not giving me a choice, which is... It ain't about you, bitch. It's about us. us. It's about both of y'all. Us. So you can't then be co- talking about you. Like, that's selfish as hell. Um, and then she calls him a coward. And then he goes, I was being a coward. If I'm a coward, you're a... And he stops himself. She reads his mind and then finishes the sentence and says, crazy. And you're a crazy is not a good sentence. And Jacob knows how to formulate yeah. a sentence. Um... And then also, why are you reading his mind? Like, again, it's just, it's like violation after violation. It's one of those things where like- Queenie don't care about no body autonomy. No, she doesn't. Like she's, she has her little legitimacy in quotes, cause that's not what the fuck it is. <laughs> she has her mind reading and so she uses it as a crutch to be like, oh, I can just be in other people's brains as mm-hmm. opposed to being like, oh, maybe I should practice like not doing that and giving people privacy. On top of the fact that like, Jacob didn't actually say that. Right. And I so, think this is the thing. It's like, you can't have a relationship with someone who reads minds and then punishes you for the things that they read. Because if you, you, you there are plenty of times in which you form a thought, change your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to think these things through. You, you can have a, like, a, your immediate reaction might be, that shit was crazy. Which right. also, sorry, it, it was. was. <laughs> He's correct. What the hell? But you can have that immediately. Like, that shit was crazy. And then you go, no, wait, let me think about it from her side. Let me, like, expand out. Let me give some grace. And, like, I, I've always hated that, like, trope when people are fighting and they're like, I didn't say that. And they go, but you thought it. As if that's like, and I'm like, right. yeah, I've not have thought it, but it. I didn't say it. Which means I had the wherewithal and I had, like, the the force of mind to be like, okay, this doesn't need to be said out loud. Right. Or, this is not the actual word I want to use. Like, it's the first one that pops in my head, but, like, no, I'm going to mend it and, like... Yeah, I'm going to edit myself. Thing. Right. So, like, you have to give people the space to have that kind of thought process and not jumping to things that he didn't say, especially when you're in the wrong. Like, this feels to me like when... White I'm, women cry and say oh, you're being mean to me after they did some wild-ass shit. No? Yes, but I was going to use a nicer... <laughs> okay. <laughs> But now I don't want to, because then it's like comparing Aminata to a white lady. <laughs> so I'm no. Gonna not do it. <laughs> no. You said that, and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to not use mine then. <laughs> yes, it's like it's, it's like that. Because um, now suddenly she's mad at him, as opposed to him being able to be mad at her for what she's done. Um, so he's like, I didn't mean it, sweetheart. Yeah, you, And she's like, yeah, you did. And it's like, no, read his mind again. Now that you've been reading mine, mm-hmm. clearly he didn't mean it. Um, she's like, I'm gonna go see my sister. And he goes, fine, see your sister. She says, fine, and then disapparates. But like, again, how is she the mad one? How does she get to be mad? I don't know. I mean, I always like, find a way to be mad when I am in the wrong. When I poison someone mm-hmm. and then kidnap them and take them across, not state lines, but, you know, national lines. Oh, yeah. 
um, an international kidnapping, and then they regain control, and then I'm like, how dare you? Call me crazy. That's Call me crazy. <laughs> All I wanted to do was drug you so you would I marry that's me. That's a serious curse. I already know. All I wanted to do was take away your ability to say no so you would marry me. Mm-hmm. You should be thanking me. Mm-hmm. Like, no fucking sense. So then Jacob's like, no, Queenie, I didn't mean it. I didn't say nothing. And I'm like, you should be more angry. Now he's like, oh, baby, please, baby, please. And I'm just like, baby, sir, <laughs> have, have some backbone. Like, this is like, I would be done. And I feel like this conversation should have went differently. But mm-hmm. whatever. So... Back in Newt's house, Newt's miserable gaze falls on the Ooh, wait, 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 oh. sorry. Bianca also brings up the point that she kidnapped him internationally and then left him. And then left him. Just left Does him. Does he have a passport? He can't He's after it home. He ain't gonna know Does he have a passport? Does he have any identification? You just left him in London. It's just... I mean, at least he's white. Yeah, she's out here. I really <laughs> do not fuck. Like, it's weird because, like, in the last one, I was like, what is the point of her? And now I'm just like, why? Why? Again, what's the point of her? Like, really? really? Like, she only goes downhill from here. Like, not that she has this and already downhill, but, like, then she burrows under the ground and starts digging and shit. Like, it's a lot. And again, I'm sorry. She's not that attractive. She's just, reading she's your fine. mind. Being like, bland. She has no boundaries. She eating, your, like, she's cooking just, food in your own house, operating in your living room. Like, like She has no sense of boundaries. None of that is attractive. It's a problem. It's a problem. The most beautiful woman in the world. So I gotta forgive her doing kidnapping the, me and shit. doing me dirty and operating in my motherfucking house. Yeah. It, it is truly... It don't make no sense. Anyway. Moving on. So, Newt's miserable gaze falls on the piece of a postcard. Um... He points his wand at it and says, Papyrus Reparo. And it reconstitutes into a hole. We see a picture of Paris. The postcard text becomes visible on screen. My dear Queenie, it's from Tina. My dear Queenie, what a beautiful city. I'm thinking of you, Tina. Um, is this a waste of a postcard? Yeah. Okay, cool. Not I really. Check. Sort of, no. Not not really. Because, I mean, like, you're not saying, you don't, not that like it's a full on letter where you're saying yeah, everything. You don't have much room just, in a postcard. Sure. But I just always assume that you would. What a beautiful city. Mm, yeah, I know, bitch. You in Paris. That's like, I just, <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to say nothing else? Like. Thinking of you every day. Yeah, I don't know. Me and, me and my dude went out to some shit. I don't Had the know, most I just, wonderful. This place, right? Like something. It just feels real. There's nothing, especially given what Newt reads from it or like interprets from it. After what it doesn't say enough. From it after? So we're in Newt's oh, basement. Yes. Okay. Um, Jacob enters Newt's basement. He's soaked through. Um, has been searching the streets for an hour, which is like she disapparated. So that was dumb. Dumb. But he's also a muggle That's who true. doesn't know because he's been imperious. Also, how do we know he's been searching the streets for an hour other than... Maybe he's just wandering, recreating a Jodeci video. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. Sometimes you just gotta, like, wallow. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, Newt's like, I'll be with you in a second. Um, Jacob is peering into the enclosure, looking at uh, where the Kelpie lives. Newt's placed a sign for Bunty. So he's walking around, like, putting signs on things for Bunty, giving mm-hmm. her um, instructions. Um... An augury. That's beast number five. No, we saw the augury. No, I know, but I didn't count them before. Oh, for sure. So I had to go back. Um, 
calls mournfully at Jacob, and Jacob's like, I got my own problems. Um, Newt is, you know, still... Was it flapping as it was calling? Oh, yeah. Call, call. Call. I am the... I am the second coming. I will stand by his side. (laughs) To be his number two. To be his number two. And Jacob's like, who is he? (laughs) Relax. (laughs) My, my, my only, my girl just left me after leaving, after kidnapping me, so can't really talk about you and your desire uh, to be a henchman right now. <laughs> I will be the best henchman. I will be henchman number one. Good for you, but I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get home. So <laughs> You have fun with that. I'm flapping though. Okay. Um, so Jacob hears movement, change directions, passes a snoozing griffin. Oh, that's number six. That's number six with a bandaged beak. Um, Newt's case sits beside the Niffler enclosure um, inside of the lid is lar- there's a large moving picture of Tina he has torn out of a newspaper. Um, Newt's like, Queenie left a postcard. Tina's in Paris looking for credence. How does he know this specifically from her writing? What it's beautiful. View. It's a beautiful city. What a beautiful city. I'm thinking of you. Like, that's what she wrote. If she had said more like, oh, we were at the circus and that shit was crazy. Like, it was really cute. Haven't or, found what I'm just looking, looking for. for my, yeah, or looking... You know when um, Harry was writing to series and he was like, looking for our, our like... For our our biggest friend or missing our biggest friend, something like that, was to say like, oh, we're worried about Hagrid. Hagrid. Like she could have said something that would have tipped Credence off, or sorry, tipped Newt off to be like, oh, she's out here, like Mm -hmm. I'm doing our business. Um, But whatever. The churches are especially beautiful, but I have not found the one. Right. Or like you know, our flighty friend is still out here disappearing or some shit. I don't know. It could just be. It could be more than just like what it is. Um, Yeah. And so Jacob's like, genius, Queenie's going to go straight for Tina. He's saying it to himself, but I'm also just like, you still want her? Like, that's wild. Um, Bianca also points out that, like, or she asks if sisters talk to each other like that. Latte says no. I, too, say no. <laughs> um, I will, I don't have a sister either, but I must say y'all are melanated, so communication is different. I mean, I just also and think that, like, the, I mean, I guess it's not the 20s. It's not the 20s. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. Postcards, you can't really, I mean, you can write small, but, like, you know. Not that I'm saying I'm, I'm not but saying I'm not yes, but I'm not, I'm saying yeah. possibly. Yeah. Um. So, Jacob's like, okay, we're going to France, pal. Hold on, I'll get my jacket. Um, Newt's already pointed his wand at the ceiling. Jacob's coat, hat, and case drop onto the floor in front of him. Jacob is blasted with more magical air, so he's dried. Um, they leave, and there's a note that Newt has written for Bunty that says, Bunty, come, gone to Paris, have taken Nifflers with me, Newt. Um, why is he leaving evidence for the Ministry of Magic? Also, how is he getting to Paris? And there's like this whole thing about how he can't leave, and now all of a sudden, Tina's out there so he can go. He's operating. Maybe it's close enough to operate. But it, it is. Just, just feels through like, the channel. Yeah, but it just feels like he made a big deal about you how apparate. he couldn't do it. It's not necessarily like, yeah, you can operate, but he made a big deal about how he couldn't do it when he was talking to Dumbledore mm-hmm. because the Ministry of Magic said he couldn't. So, like, you would think that there would be some kind of restriction. Or his homegirl. Right. I don't know. You operate yourself the to love. the, to the English channel. You, ho- you stay there. You rest up because it's going to be a jump. And then you operate through the channel. Maybe just operate onto the train i'm more thinking about the ministry of magic not having restrictions even though they told him he can't cross international lines that's more what i'm thinking about he's not supposed to cross cross borders and he seemed real adamant before that it would be a problem if he did but how would they know if he could just apparate but i guess 
you can operate into the Ministry of Magic. So never mind. Answer my own question. Nothing matters. Um, Paris. Nothing matters. A clear starry night. Tina Goldstein reinstated R on a mission of her own, more elegant and confident than New York, but carrying private sadness. She's been carrying a sadness. Like, I just, ugh. Like, we talk about Forrest, she is just cardboard. Uh, Latte says, JK is horrible at writing relationships, romantic and otherwise. And women. And women. (laughs) That's what it is. Honestly, I've been realizing that a lot of people who are bad at writing relationships is because they're bad at writing writing women. women. That's... I mean, that is true. But I also just want to go back to, and Maggie will get this. Um, there's this book, right, that was written by J.K. Rowling. And then the la- in the book before, it's not even in the book before, actually. It's in a flashback. There's a hug. And then there's a flash forward. And like a year later, <laughs> she's still sitting here moping about what that hug meant. Mm. Granted, though, the woman got the hug from a person that wasn't, who she wasn't married to. Got it bef- I think the hug happened before she got married. She still got married. And then was married. Mad at some other dude. Because he didn't follow up on the hug. But bitch you got married. You are married. Married. Just. On her wedding day. The hug happened on her wedding day. How dare he. Just hug. Just hug, hug her and leave her. Hug. Maggie said, never forget hashtag hug gate. <laughs> and a year. They like do they do all this and then they're talking about a year. They're working together, but it's not quite the same. Cause fucking one hug. hug. Um, it was after reception, so she was already married, but still. She also though found out, I think maybe after reception, after they were married, she found out that her husband did some wild shit and she was still married. Like, go turn around and annul. The reason I didn't read that book is because she was still with her husband after the, in the last <laughs> book, after you found out that he did some fucked up shit. Like, and I already hated him and then he, you find out he did some stupid... Like, yeah, but some, she didn't know. Then she no, finds no, no, out. No, no, but like, she, the, she found out something else. It wasn't yeah. as big. Yeah. But like, I don't, because I don't know what she finds out later, but like, that no, she found out something that She was found like, out that he cheated on her. No, but I'm saying in the, I don't think he, she had found that out in the last book. Okay. But she had found something else that was like enough <laughs> that she could have just left him. And so... I was like, oh, and you want to know why she feels beholden to him? Because she got assaulted. We're not talking about a wholly different story. She got assaulted in college and then because of trauma or whatever, dropped out of college. And he encouraged her to drop out and just be his side piece, whatever. And so then she feels because he stayed with her, even though after she was assaulted and she was, you know, dirtied and used up or whatever, oh that she because he stayed by her side, she owed him. J.K. Rowling does not like women. <laughs> she so, does not. Even a little bit. And that's why she can't write <laughs> relationships that are that include women. And that, you know, is true of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Go read yeah. the Robert Galbraith books, y'all. Oh. The murder parts are cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Except I, for that last one, because it took 70 freaking chapters. Sh- Cool. George R. R. Martin would never. Um, well, yes. For one murder. Oh, for one murder. Right, right, right. You're right. I'm like, uh, George would have been like, he like, got murdered. I was like, he got murdered and shit is long as hell, but I, I see what you're saying. There's <laughs> he got murders. Yeah, he got murders. And we know who did it. And we know who did it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Tina over here with her private sadness. Um, 
And she's walking toward a bronze statue of a... Also, like, she's privately sad because of Newt. And, like, y'all had one glance at each other. Like, I just... Oh, maybe he, like, he he He, he tucked her hair, hair. Behind the ear. You forget. Goes, is Half-lidded. She looked at him through half-lidded eyes. Okay. And that's, like, that's, just, that's a step... Is that a step above or below a hug? That's below. That's marriage. Because you can't even... Oh. Tucking the hair in? That's touching. It is touching, but like skin to skin. And it's real, and, Can I, mean, I just like, tell you that I, I was will reading... say that like a good tuck behind the ear, like in the right story, in the right moment, like I love love it. I was reading the six. <laughs> Not even go say. And like, Mr. Darcy took his glove off and then tugged at Elizabeth's glove and then rewound his her hand in his and then like you know because you know they walk they escort mm-hmm. and they put their hand on their arm. He rewound it so they were touching skin to skin. Uh-oh. <sighs> love to see it. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> you know? I have I, not recovered. I, I I agree. There's definitely those moments where they, like, tuck and then it just lingers. Yes. I just... A, a, nope, a sorry. Cheek. I just realized. I wrote <laughs> You wrote that. <laughs> the thing in my head was some shit I actually... <laughs> that I wrote. I was like... I was like, and then it lingers and I was like, oh, wait, no. That was... That was me. That I was did me. that. Well, listen... Soon come ish. I am telling you, a thick. That shit is. When yeah, she was like, she was like, "Is my glove offending you?" And he was like, "Shut up!" And he took it off. <laughs> and they held what hands, and I was like, "Yo, I don't think I can make Yo. it." Whew. Yeah, I mean, I was saying like the thing that I wrote, like I was re-skimming for like because I was adding notes or whatever for my next revision, and I read it. I was like. <laughs> did this who snuck into my google docs and wrote this shit that's crazy i I am undone i can't wait to read that part i want you to dedicate hair tucks to me in your in your um, specifically i'll put it in my in in your acknowledgements the hair tucks are specifically (laughs) for robin lingering glances and hair tucks i did that for you Okay. Um, Moving on. So, yeah. So I have it Privately sad. Um, so, she walks toward a bronze statue of a robed woman set on a tall stone basin where witches and wizards dressed as muggles are vanishing. So, it's kind of like King's Cross. I feel mm-hmm. like I remember watching this and being like, what the fuck is going on? Which is pretty much how I was watching all of it. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's not bad. bad. I think I just have more questions about logistics because why would you be, like, walking toward a statue is like a you know what i mean like i think when mm. it's like like diagon alley or um king's cross it's easier because you're walking toward well diagon alley doesn't really work because you're hidden anyway but like with king's cross you're walking and like there are a lot of people and so you can like hide and shit yeah whereas like in this case like and it like is some way you could be walking past it if that mm-hmm. makes sense whereas like this is a statue and like why would you be walking like toward it, the statue? Towards it, yeah um but that's not to say that it's like bad it's more just like We've, we've been here before. What it is. Um, yeah. Bianca says a slither, a sliver of unclothed wrist gang strikes again, and I just want, I just need you to calm down and have some decorum, okay? This is a family podcast. Unclothed wrist, my goodness! Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. Um, okay. So can we just talk about scene forty one? I have a big. Up it is. Pro- I mean, yes, but also I just have a big problem with the premise. Okay. Um, so circus arcanus night. Yeah. Music, laughter, 
um, and conversation erupt around her. The circus is now in full swing. The banner declares Circus Arcanus Freaks and Oddities. Several tents, a big top in the middle. They have magic. See, like, and a lot of the question. freaks and oddities, it rem- this part is very much similar to this to the racial circuses mm-hmm. in which they would and just like bring zoos. people and the human zoos mm-hmm. where they would just like the attraction was that you were different. Yeah. Cause like Because I, I had the same question. I was like, what does that mean in a magical in world? In a magical world. And then we're gonna see what it means in a magical world. And it's fucked up. And again, I don't think that she is really interrogating what it means. I think no. she's more like, ooh, look at all these new like wizarding world things, which again, she's just a racist ass motherfucker and we just, <laughs> we just gotta, gotta accept it. Except that that's what it is. Um, um But like Tina says they're street performers. Um Tina walks past street performers working in the open. Scrutinizing them, a half troll, and these are all and capitalized. What does that mean, yeah. Well, they're capitalized as if that's like their name, yeah. Um, and then also half what, like half troll, half troll half and human? what human, right? A half troll performs feats of strength. A few misshapen and particularly downtrodden humanoids, under beings Yo. without powers Fucking, but magical okay. ancestry, shuffle around taking money from the crowd. Literally, I wrote, what? Like, <laughs> under beings? Are you Under beings. Under beings, like- when I think of under beings, because I read a lot of fae novels, it's like the fae that do not look human. Like, they can't... See, and I was thinking of, like, you know, the afterlife. Life, yeah, like, or, like, demon, like, yeah. Yeah, like, you be out, you that be can't, out the- That can't just, like... They can't so hide in the their underworld, like, yeah. right? But, like, in this case, no, they're just misshapen. Like, it's just yeah. because they don't look like... It's basically, he, she's saying lepers and, and, just, and fornicators. In fucking wizarding world where you can just do whatever the fuck ever. Like, I just... So they don't have powers, but they do have magical ancestry, which is like, it's so gross. So are they squids? Like, like what? Right. Like, this is, it's gross. And it's awful. so gross. And I, and again, then, like, at this point, I don't, I no longer trust her to have the actual, like, yeah critical thought behind this or like a real reason to put this we've already done that we've seen we've seen how the house elves have right this is all for spectacle it's not for and not even really world building like it's not for anything where like we don't interrogate this we're Mm -mm. just gonna see them this time and then and there's no disgust like tina's not walking around in disgust of this happening she's just like wow look at the the spectacle and the magic um so then it's Horns hidden beneath hats, unusual eyes beneath hoods, half elves and half goblins juggle and tumble. What? And so I asked the question, are they also supposed to be beast? Maybe. In terms of fantastic beasts and where to find them, are these under beings and fully autonomous and thought and thinking people like creatures or human or not humans, but you know, like beings Fully autonomous, Mm -hmm. thinking, speaking, they're asking for, they're performing, they're asking for money. Are they classified as beasts and are we supposed to just be okay with this? It's not clear only because, like, of the way that they're, like, capitalized because next we see a Chinese zoo and it's not, not like, capitalized. capitalized. Yeah. So then there's, yeah, there is a question of, like, how is this, how are they different? Um, And I, so I counted the Chinese zoo as beast number seven. Yeah. And I would. But these other ones, or these other beings, I wouldn't, like, my brain wouldn't classify them as beast. Right. But also feel very disgusted with how they're being described and portrayed. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's it's trash. Yeah. And also, like, so we've talked about our... Like, Bianca said, about- JK actually wrote herself into the first Fantastic Beast. She's Credence's mom. Yeah. Um, so there's... So we've talked... Like, or we've talked about, or, like, it's established that um, Professor Flitwick is thought to be... Uh-huh. I don't know if he's a half goblin, but at least have goblin blood. Blood ancestry, um, yeah. Goblin ancestry. Half elves, though. Which, like, even half goblins is like, how does that work? Because are they, like, just genetically and also just, like... Socially. Socially. You and the same as half giants, power. also how. Like, yeah. but with half elves, it's even worse. And I don't want to get all the way into it now because I know it's going to come up... Um, Again, in a, in a I don't know exactly when, but soon ish. Um, and it's something that I didn't catch when we were watching. Yeah, I did not catch that there was any half elves specifically, but really half anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but also hilariously during the scene, I didn't catch that these were like anything other than like people who could just magic, like right. wizards who could just magic themselves and look away or. I don't know, just at a circus. Which yeah, I thought I always thought the circus was weird, but but yeah, because like also, why is there a circus? Why is there a circus in the wizarding world? Um, but yeah, that the half the half elves also brings to mind when we were talking about like where do house elves come from mm-hmm. and are there non house elf elves? Mm-hmm. And so the problem is, is that you you want to think about the ways in which this could come about in in a not disgusting. An exploitative way. Right. But you also know that that's not what she was thinking. Yeah. And so you're just grossed out by the whole enterprise. Yep. So then... So there's a Chinese Zulu um, who's out here. There's fireworks overhead. Um, now we're in the freak's tent. Nagini is kneeling no. at a trunk, stroking her circus dress. No. She must perform shortly. Credence hurries to her. No. Um... Credence whispers Nagini, which is how we know that that's who that is. No. Um, and then she says Nagini is a popular name. That's wild. Yeah, there's more than one. There's more than one. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so then she says Credence, and this is her first line. <laughs> I'm counting how many lines she has in the in Ooh. this. Um, cool. So he hands her a note. She scans it and frowns, and Credence says, "I know. I think I know where she is." Nagini looks up, meets his eyes. We escape tonight, says Credence. So she only says his name. She doesn't have it. It's just a one-sided conversation. They escape in whatever. Then Skinder, I don't know who this man is, but... I think he's like the circus leader. Yeah, like he's a circus... I mean, but I'm saying like... He don't need a name, He's giving people names and these niggas don't show up again. And we never hear his name. And I don't remember... Like, we don't know who he looks like. Like, it's a he lot. Could've, she could have just said the ringleader, yeah. the boss... Um, so he comes to Nagini's tent, is like, I've told you to stay away from her boy. Did I say you could take a break? So it's supposed to be one of these, like, I think maybe they're supposed to be... Lovers? Love, or, yeah, or, like, close enough where, like, they have this special connection, so whatever, and then he, this is, this mean boss is trying to keep them away from each other, and blah, I'm bored. Um, tells Credence to clean out the kappa, which is a beast. It is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I didn't add. I didn't add that because we don't see it. Oh, true. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but it um, is. So then Skinder closes the curtain between Credence and Nagini, and then he tells her to get ready. Credence turns, looks up to a cage of full of fire drakes. So that's where and that, we that's left off. Beast number eight. Oh uh, yes, um, and that's where we left. We leave off. Where and then next one we'll see 
Nagini do things, I think. Um, so now we have more characters that <laughs> don't matter and that mess with the plot of the OG7. Maggie said Nagini was the Heather of the early 1900s. <laughs> um, I asked for MVPs and bench. I'm going to ask you since we're still kind of kind of working on that. I don't even write them down. Yeah, I know. I, don't even, I. I, I just hope that in the course of our conversation that something will come up something will come up but reading it i'm like i don't nobody. really have an mvp because most of this is like i a lot of it has just been like trash i don't know i don't know i don't have one um i'm gonna i'm gonna mvp um the half troll performing feats of strength the misshapen and particularly downtrodden humanoid underbeings, half elves and half goblins, because they just putting up with all this shit and they just trying to survive. Mm. And I understand that life. Like, you know, you know the world is trash, but you live in this world, so you do the best that you can. But they they over there side eye and JK too. Yeah, they're like, why did you do this? Why yeah. am I here? I don't want to be here. I would like to be excused from this narrative. Yeah. Um, Latte MVPs herself. She made it. Okay. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. Good job. Um, Bianca has no MVPs. Maggie MVPs Netflix for putting Avatar The Last Airbender in on oh MVPs gosh. Trying Times. Yes, we love it. We stand. Yes. Our babies. Is that it? That's it. Cool. Benched? I benched Queenie. Yeah. Because that is just ridiculous. I benched Queenie and I also benched JK Rowling. Yeah, she like, can go. Because clearly, like, these are all her issues. But Right. But in-world... In-world Queenie. And I was just going to be like... It's only going to get worse. Yeah, <laughs> I was, was going to get... Like, content, I was going to be content with just benching Queenie. Um, and trying very hard to just do in-world benches. Yeah. But then but we went JK to the Rowling circus. Is, and I was like... Nah, she got to catch it. Bitch. She got to sit down. Stop it. Just get some help. <laughs> of ooh the last last dance comes on um anyway so latte benches queenie um bianca benches everybody involved with this dishonor on you dishonor on your cow <laughs> uh maggie benches jk rowling for this and also everything she's been up to lately nicole who had no mvp benches queenie for violating human rights <laughs> and she also benches jk rowling for writing queenie Mm-hmm. And oh, she's not done. She benches the Wizard Circus for racism, sexism, and animal cruelty. All of these, all of these are valid. Points, all these points that are being made that are better than what we just read. Love to see it. I will say though, there is a plethora of there was my my deep dive into persuasion fanfic. It was, you know, mm-hmm. it was it was great, but it was over too soon because people mm-hmm. don't write enough persuasion fanfic, and I would like to implore you all to write more and send it to me. But there is a plethora of Pride and Prejudice fanfic out in the world. So if you would like to see people falling in love over stolen glances and half-lidded looks and skin and skin-to-skin contact, not that kind, but like <laughs> just, like literal, just literal, skin. literal, just regular hand-to-hand skin. holding hands. Holding hands is it's a good putting your hand one. on the small of, of of her back to help her in and out of a carriage. Also a banger. Gripping the chair that she gripped because you were overcome by emotion. I just... That's aggressive. 
There's a scene in the in the newer Pride and Prejudice, which I don't. I need to rewatch that movie because I didn't go up for it at first. But I love this gift. I see it all the time where he helps Elizabeth up into the um, carriage oh, and then he clinches that. and unclinches his fist like he's trying to like hold the, the longing feel of her, but also shake it away because he must conquer this. He shall. Mm. And I'm just saying, if you want to read real love stories, the internet is there and it is providing. Well, you know how to, not all of them. Not all of, of them, them know how to write women. Which has really been my thing it's true. recently where I'm just like, yo. It's <laughs> true. I truly cannot. <laughs> if, if you can't write. Last night I read a fic in which um, Darcy, well, someone pretending to be Darcy put a illicit ad in a an American newspaper. Oh, yeah. You did. You were telling me about that one. And that was wild. Big yikes. Um, cool. So, thank you for listening. Next- oh, when Winworth picks a child off of Anne because he's climbing on her and she can't and she's like, oh. Okay. Maggie did it. Oh. I'm down. <laughs> cool. Ooh. Well, Robin's down, but thanks for listening. Next week, we'll discuss scenes 43 through 47 of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, make sure to follow along. Let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter at BLKGirlsCreate. Um, hashtag WizardTeam. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, y'all.